Hey, what's going on guys? It's Coach KG here and I just wanted to offer an amazing deal, especially because the September shred went so well and it was super high demand. We wanted to offer you the October shred, which is super awesome. We're actually a couple days into our month-long amazing challenge, which is just created to kickstart you and to build some incredible habits. We have four daily tasks as well as incredible weekly challenges that you're not going to want to miss out on, but you do have to be a coaching client to be able to take part. It's something that all of our clients are loving just a few days in and it's not too late to take advantage of this incredible deal challenge and all that great stuff. So make sure to send us a message with the keyword October shred to our Instagram Colossus fit C O L O S S U S F I T. And we will have a conversation and make sure that you get kickstarted and get the results you deserve into the episode. What's going on everyone. Welcome to another episode of the fit healthy and most of all happy podcast. I'm your coach and host Josh here with his co-host and co-coach KG and I'm in the house. Today we are coming at you with Motivation Monday as always. We always like to kick kick things off here with some fire quotes. So what do you got Kyle? Yeah, so this week my quote I heard from a, uh, I don't know, sometimes I don't remember where I hear it from, but I just write it down when I, in my podcast notes, I'm like, I need to share this. But basically uh, the quote was, nobody owes you anything, but you owe you everything. And I just, I love this concept here. Like I think a lot of times in life we kind of, you know, maybe expect different things from other people and, you know, just whatever it is. But I think once we realize that like you owe you like the best version of yourself, whether it's like health, mindset, um, you know, relationships, like, you know, business wise, just like everything else that you can have in this world, like you owe you the best. And that's where it kind of comes like into thinking of even just like a healthy body, a fit body, a clear mind, like just a great life, like you owe you everything. And I think that's just like the thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is just that like, you know, yes, like your friend might owe you, you know, a favor or like something here and there. But like at the end of the day, like if we can kind of just rely on ourselves to be like just the most trustworthy person uh, out there, you know, we can accomplish some incredible things. And once again, even I know a lot of times people lose trust in themselves because they don't show up for their commitments because they, you know, maybe depend on other people for specific things. But if you're like, Hey, I'm literally the best version of myself. That's pretty much like what I'm striving for in my entire life. My entire existence is just to be able to just like reach new heights, reach new capabilities, and just be able to just fulfill everything that I'm striving for. Um, you know, it's incredible things will happen. So yeah, that's my cool for this week. And just a couple things to think about there. Yeah. Keep growing and scaling, you know, and just shooting up right there's something beautiful about challenge and when you kind of uh you know just acknowledge that you know approach and you just keep going after it yourself that definitely adds quite a lot so i think that's an awesome quote kind of jumping into mine um you know this is just a simple one as well but i think it's really good so that there are two ways to do something the right way and again and this is from the navy seals uh you know because for them they're talking a lot about quality over quantity and for them it's consistency right it's life or death situations and i think you can learn a lot about how they have mantras and sayings to succeed you know through challenge right they even had something that said uh slow is smooth smooth is fast or something like that and i thought that was a killer quote as well but i especially like this one because find very often when we have to do something you know we actually end up creating more problems for ourselves, and we take shortcuts and you know if you really kind of think like ooh, by me doing a little bit less here for instance like oh i'm going to skip my whole workout maybe you're going to be more prone to injury or you know if you say i'm just not going to eat i'm going to go to the gym your whole workout can suffer because you can be so hungry and you won't be able to focus in your workout and 
very often, you know, it's just so much better. And I've been challenging myself to take the time to do things right. You know, even in the morning, if I'm rushing out, I want to leave. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I have time to brush my teeth. Like realistically, 30 seconds is rarely the make or break, uh, you know, in terms of time. So I've really been trying to think more ahead and have more forward thinking towards all these things. And I've been challenging myself to do things the right way and to work hard. And that's why, you know, as we mentioned time and time again, how you do anything is how you do everything because you start taking shortcuts, you know, like I always say that goes throughout your day. I'll skip my morning walk. I won't make my bed. I won't make my breakfast. I won't read. I won't journal this morning. You know, you just start slowly saying to yourself like, ah, it's okay not to do those things. Whereas when you get momentum and you start doing those positive tasks, you do it the right way you're going to set yourself up. And very often too, if you do it the wrong way, you're going to be stuck having to redo it and do it the right way. I love it. And you know, that kind of brings me into just the thought of like proper form and how important it is. Like, you know, as I've been thinking of different uh, reels videos to just create for Instagram to, you know, mainly give you guys so many different benefits or shorts we're uploading on YouTube now, which a lot of people have been enjoying. Um, you know, just, I realized that there's two real big downsides to improper form. I guess I'm jumping into my thoughts off of Josh's quote here, but like one of them is just risk of injury. And of course, like that is always like a real big issue and even like kind of jumping into the other thing is just like not getting the most out of each movement so I think of like you know and and I don't want people to overthink form or just anything like that but just like the more that you do something improperly the more it just becomes a habit even they said like it it takes what 10,000 times or maybe 1,000 times or something like that to you know have to like relearn something if every single day you're doing a deadlift you're rounding your back you're rounding your back you're rounding your back then eventually the problem is going to have to be fixed or you're going to get injured or a lot of times even with movements where you're doing half reps like you're just not getting the most of it so I know kind of Josh was a little bit more of a mindset quote there but I kind of brought that into like more fitness stuff because each time I go in the gym I'm like man it's just if only like someone knew that this was the the right way to do it that's why we've created you know 90 plus YouTube videos on proper form that's why our free form guide that we give out has like 70 plus exercises that's literally a a free you know guide to to have in your pocket but there's so many amazing benefits so you got to just do it right you know once you start things off do it right and you'll pay you uh you know down the road for sure yeah and it takes a while it's like you know muscle to work it's so much easier to take shortcuts to you know do a few reps short but you know when you have the attitude of you know even doing one more and challenging yourself to do things better and even every morning you know i go through this internal struggle where i'm like oh, i don't want to make my bad i just want to go out and get on my day but i just do it and like you know right away i'm cueing myself excellence excellence you know i want to sleep in i don't sleep in excellence you know and the more you kind of cue that the easier it is to maintain that and people often say you know how do you say so disciplined and you'll see that it's not really so much discipline maybe it is here and there making that decision but when i do it so constantly it makes it easier to do whereas the first day you try to do things the right way you might find there be a little bit more adversity and a little bit more struggle that's just because you're not used to it and it's something you need to grow into but just think that was really worth mentioning now after quotes you know we always like to kind of jump into our thoughts and recommendations for the week i know kyle's got some uh, color things here so jump into it yeah so now i remember where i got my quote from it was uh, an interview with um you know ed Milet interviewed um what's his name et eric thomas who's like an incredible motivational speaker if anyone wants to get up in the morning put Eric Thomas on and that will fire you up but basically what he had said in the interview is just that so many people are focused on looking through a window versus a mirror right so what I mean by that is like you start to realize like when you're looking through a window you can see other people you can see what everyone else wants you can just see through different things when you're looking at a mirror all you see is yourself right and I just thought that was so powerful he was saying just come out of the window and get in the 
mirror. You know, and even he said, you don't, um, you don't even know what you want because you know so well what other people want. And I thought that was so powerful, especially with like social media and like how much we scroll and just, you know, even reality TV shows and everything like that. Like, I think it's so common for a lot of people to kind of just like not pay attention to like what's actually going on, uh, you know, what's happening in their, in their lives more or less because we're focused on looking through the window, which is like, you know, the lens of everybody else's life. You know, what's happening in Netflix, what's happening with this person who, you know, just cheated on that person online. Like there's just so many different things. Whereas like when you're actually looking at in the mirror, which I always say, like being able to look at yourself and be like, Hey, am I the person I want to be like, you know, what's going on in my life? You know, it's just, I think it's so common to just not even be aware of that. Whereas like, you know, just, yeah, it's it's just so important. So that was one thing that I definitely had on the top of my head. I was like, man, just start looking in the mirror a little bit more. And I think our lives can improve dramatically and we become the fittest, the healthiest, and of course, most of all, the happiest version of ourselves. 110%, you know, this is a big consideration to have. And, you know, once again, just by acknowledging these things, starting to make these change, you will see real change in your life. So I'm really happy Kyle kind of brought that up. Um, can't say I have anything just yet. So we're going to go ahead and bridge into our client shout out. Who do you got Kyle? Um, so this week we actually have an incredible client and his name is Chris. So he was working with coach Jason and lost over 20 pounds, which is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, one of the best parts is just that like he did it in a sustainable way, right? So he dropped, you know, 20 pounds of stubborn belly fat. He added some lean muscle. Like you can go ahead and see, he looks like such a different person. That was actually just over 90 days, but like regardless, one a couple of the biggest things. So we actually, you know, put together some of the tips that really helped like lose over six inches of his waistline. Essentially, just staying consistent no matter what. You know, updating the logs daily. Like that's such an important thing for a lot of people. It's just like it's easy to do something for a week, for two weeks, but doing something for a long period of time will make such a difference, right? Even just the strength training, right? Of course, he did a little bit of cardio, but the strength training is what's really going to challenge and change your physique. And then last but not least of course having accountability having support when you need some changes like even just you know I know he had a sickness take place and you know a lot of people have gone through COVID so he had to kind of make some adjustments like that's where a lot of people don't realize the importance of accountability until something pops up oh hey I got to travel I need this change like having someone there for you every step of the way so shout out to you Chris shout out to you coach Jason um, so much more amazing stuff's going to take place and uh, we're super excited once again if you are looking for accountability, for support, for someone who's actually going to care about you. We are, in my opinion, we have the best coaching program out there. We've seen a lot of other coaches. We see the way they run their programs. We see how people, you know, just they, everyone ends up coming to us. And that's why we get some incredible results. And that's why we're really excited to take you on. And uh, we have five spots available. So send us that message, October Shred. Once again, you will not miss, you will not want to miss out on this. We've got a couple more months until the end of the year. We know a lot of people want to be in shape for that. And we're so excited to give you lifelong habits and help you get the results they deserve yeah we're really proud that we have over 2500 transformations and we've worked hard and you know we've been in this industry for so long because we guarantee results so we really look forward to helping a few more of you out and we're glad we're able to extend this incredible offer so if once again if you want to take advantage now september shred has been moved to october shred you know especially get ready for christmas get ahead of it you know you want to be seeing your family feeling your best you don't want to be going the wrong direction waiting for new year's 
stacking up weight getting to a point where you feel horrible get a head start get hungry like we said challenge yourself there and see that change so once again it is october shred to us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t but you are in for a treat today because we have some really fun questions and we're going to kick it off with a really fun one because we're going to give you a lot of awesome hacks that you can go ahead and use today so let's jump right into it so the first question on the mailbag is congratulations josh and kyle on 10 years of lifting now seeing that you're the pros what are some of your go-to gym hacks that you've learned over the years that will help me a beginner in the gym so we have a lot of fun ones and you know i thought this was perfect timing because i don't know if by the would the the reel be out by the time this is published so yeah we posted a reel um kyle did just of when we actually everyone knows you know deadlifting is a lot of fun till you got to take off the plates it's awkward you try and lift it off you try and pull it some don't pull as well some feel like they're stuck you know you try to pull too many it's brutal and you know a lot of people don't know an easy hack is you can just get like a little five pound plate put it under the last plate like most close to the middle of the bar and you can pull off the other ones, especially once you start getting some big lifts, you know, over three, four, five hundred, six hundred pounds, you have quite a lot of plates to take off. So this is a huge game changer. And this is just one small thing you can do that will have very real and positive benefits for you in your journey. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny because like I I never used to know this. I used to just like I know people have created these different things. And here's the thing. A lot of interesting things are created to try to help you out but when you realize that you don't actually need it like there's this thing called it was like an orange thing that we had which was really cool it was like it was created to help you take the weights off when you realize that there's like it's just you don't have to carry it around you don't have to buy something like this like there's so many plates in the gym you just put it underneath oh it was like a deadlift not a jack it was i remember you had one of those someone gave it to you um but yeah just like it's cool like there's it's just some such a simple way to just do things. And it's like, wow, like, especially because I used to hate taking them off. Even sometimes I'll see people taking the plates off and rounding their back. And like, you know, you've just done an intense exercise and now you're just putting yourself in a compromised position, trying to pull it all off, you know, 145, 100, whatever amount of weight it is uh, in pounds. And you could get injured, right? You want to make sure that you're nice and safe. And it just, you know, you just exerted a lot of energy. So that was a really good one. And uh, I'm glad you brought that one up. Yeah, if you go about it the wrong ways, you're just going to kill your energy and like learning how to do things right. The best part is, you know, it's actually easier to take out one side than lift the entire bar up, dump them all down and then kind of re-rack them as well from there. So that was a really big one, uh, you know, that I thought was great. Number two, you know, I we include a lot of ours and we also kind of shared some that we've heard of or that we would recommend. And that would be to go ahead and freeze your knee sleeves. So, you know, I'm sure everyone's heard like a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't even wash your jeans. Technically, you can freeze them. And essentially that kills a lot of the bacteria and removes the smell. I personally don't do this, but I do know a lot of people that do do this because it is a good way around it. Because if you've had knee sleeves for a while, they can really get to sinking and you want to get on top of it. For me, I honestly, I have SBD knee sleeves. They have been bulletproof. I've had them for so long. I put them in the wash just like any other pieces of clothing. I just use like normal like pods or whatever, um, wash them and then just kind of air dry them or put them in the dryer. They have not worn, they have not ripped. I've had no issues. I can't promise you it would be the same for your dryer, but I've now done this across all the different places I've lived. So like three or four dryers and I've had absolutely no issues. So, you know, even just making a habit of washing them, like even today, I just made a note. You know, the second you notice they start to smell a little bit because they are so tight to your knee that they can get sinking pretty bad. But I know a lot of people do swear by, you know, having them in the freezer. The other thing I kind of do that goes into our next one, which is just keeping your gym bag in the car. So by keeping your gym bag in the car, you're giving yourself an advantage immediately 
because of what you're doing by way of that, um, you know, no matter what, if you're just on the way home or you have a convenient time or a friend asks you to work out, you're able to have that capability. It's making it that much easier. And a lot of people might say, oh, well, I have certain stuff I want to wear. You know, I'll keep multiple outfits. I'll have a bunch of stuff. And you could even have two different bags. So you'd have two different options to, to take advantage here. That can be pretty beneficial. So that is a big one I really would recommend. And then you can get the benefit too. If you live in a cold place in the winter, the one problem is you have to put on really freezing cold knee sleeves, which can be kind of tough. And, you know, it's not fun at all if you sweat in them, then they freeze. Like I've had them absolutely like actually freeze before, like be frozen. And that is not a fun go, but it kind of gets you in the mindset for a killer lift. So you can go ahead and try that. While we're on the topic of freezing, you know, similar to what some people will do with cups, they'll put some of their cups in the freezer so their beverage stays cold. That can be a really nice thing too if you prefer like cold drinks put your pre amino acids, whatever it may be protein shake. You could put that actually in the, you know, the freezer or, you know, the fridge, it'll cool it down. I usually would do the freezer and then it actually keeps your beverage colder longer, makes it just feel like you're getting more hydration. Just something about a cold drink that just overall tastes and feels better. So not so much a gym tip, but kind of like a, a hack for fitness, I guess, and prepping for the gym. Um, the next biggest one I'll let Kyle jump into the next two. Yeah. So this one's so powerful. And you, if you want like a higher quality workout, toss your phone on uh, do not disturb or airplane mode. If that's something you want to do as well. Like, you know, just, I know the difference between, you know, especially cause like we talk a lot about the intensity of our workouts. I've been talking about it quite a bit um, with my clients and our check-ins every single week and just rating the intensity of like what our actual workouts like. So, you know, if you want a way better workout, just one where you're so much more engaged, where, you know, you may even just actually notice people around you in the gym as well, not just have your head, um, you know, just down the entire time. Um, and that's cool if you want to do that as well. But once again, just being focused is the main goal. Put your phone on do not disturb it will go such a long way. I usually just do, I, I don't think I've ever turned my phone on do not disturb. I usually just do airplane mode. So no, no notifications come in. I've been a little bit bad with this lately. I'm not going to lie, but once again, it is a great hack. I've done it multiple times. And I just, especially if you're on a time crunch, I know a lot of times people, especially clients when I'm programming, like, you know, you got to get in the gym in the morning, you got five to six uh, AM. And then that's like, you know, where you need to do your warm up and you need to do your cool down. And you need to do your whatever. Like we've got to dial everything in. We got to make sure we make the most of it. So that's definitely an incredible incredible hack that I think everyone can utilize here. And then uh, the last, last but not least is just investing in squat shoes, um, the sleeves, the belt. Once you get to a point where, you know, you're starting to lift a little bit heavier weights. Um, it's just in terms of the confidence, in terms of keeping everything just overall solid and just tight uh, above all is just, it's one step higher, especially when you're doing like, so for us, we'll use the squat shoes for squatting. Obviously we'll use the knee sleeves for squatting and then the belt will be used for the deadlifts and the squat. But if you are looking to get significantly stronger, keep everything nice and tight, essentially, even just the belt, the belt's not going to save your back or it's not going to be anything that's like, you know, just going to correct form or anything, but it just forces you to brace against that belt. Um, and it's just a great reminder there and uh, helps you keep the intra-abdominal pressure nice and tight there. So um, yeah, it's just something that we've been using for years. It's helped us just gain so much more strength and just above all, just be nice and confident too, right? There's so many different benefits to it. Even squat shoes, having everything a little bit elevated. I know sometimes people put those uh, plates underneath, but at the end of the day, I mean, I've been using mine for the past like six or seven years and they've been super solid. Um, they don't really wear because you use them, you know, what, once or twice a week. It's not like daily running shoes. So yeah, these have been awesome and they've definitely helped us get to that next level in terms of strength, in terms of confidence, in terms of muscle gain and so much more. 
Yeah, just investing in the right equipment is so worth it, especially if you intend to be in the gym for the rest of your life. You'd be amazed how long a good belt uh, lasts. You know, a lot of people ask us what we recommend. The Inzer one's really good because it's a buckle, so you can unbuckle it after your lift, as opposed to those thin, you know, ones. And a lot of people say, okay, well, is it cheating? Is it lifting the weight for me? No, not at all. Like what a belt does, it helps you generate intra-abdominal pressure. So that's a fancy way of saying essentially having that belt around your stomach. Actually, you know, it's like if I put my hand on your stomach, you'll naturally kind of brace against it. And that's what that belt's doing. It just helps your mind kind of indicate that, which will also help you brace harder, which will protect your back and form more. So it's not so much cheating. Like obviously learning to brace is very important. You should be bracing throughout all your movements, but to me, it's just that extra thing, right? It's like a seatbelt in the car. I don't intend to crash, but having that extra awareness, having me brace a little bit harder, obviously it's something you should continue to, you know, be aware of and work on getting tighter and doing better in that lift. But by having that there, it'll kind of remind you to do that. You can get the advantage. Once again, the hundred dollar investment, probably have that thing your entire life. You'll have that much more safety. Same with the proper shoes. Like a lot of people, you know, what really made me think, you know, even when I sing about this question, it's like a lot of people just go for comfort nowadays. And sure, Ultra Boosts are really comfy. Sure, all these different shoes are great. But if everything's shifting around, you're not naturally in that elevated position, you're putting yourself at a disservice. You know, and if you're shooting forward in your lifts, using more of your back, like you're just putting yourself once again at a big negative. It's the same with like Crocs. Like I'm sure Crocs are super, com well, I like my Crocs too. I wear them around the house or whatever, but I'm not wearing them in the gym. Like to me, that's just silly. Like you want to get tight. You want to be balanced. You want to be exactly like strong and in a good position. And anything that takes you away from that just isn't worth it. Like you want good equipment and that investment to make the investment once to have those forever. Yes, it's an extra thing you have to bring. But once again, sometimes doing that thing right or doing it twice, because if you squat wrong for four years and you generate a bunch of problems, a bunch of imbalances, a bunch of pains, you're just shooting yourself in the foot because you didn't go about it the right way. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that's, yeah, that was, that was some great insights. One other thing that I was just thinking of as Josh was uh, speaking there is just like another easy hack to get you like ahead of the game would just be to go to the gym every single day around the same time. Not every single day, but like, I feel like a lot of times people can struggle because they wake up and they have the decision of like, when do I go? Like what time? Like, you know, what am I doing? Like a lot of things. Right. And especially because we have been doing this for so many years, like even thinking back to the days where we would meet up. It was always at the exact same time. And it's just, we've stayed consistent with that. And I think a lot of times because our bodies and our minds and everything just get so used to doing very similar things, especially based off of just being a habit oriented person, like a lot of us are, you know, it just, it gives you an unfair advantage versus someone. And I know things will change. I know there's some days you might need to switch it up a little bit. I totally get that. But if you do have the control to be able to keep it consistent, like I guarantee you're going to start to realize yourself going like, like I had a friend who said that he, uh, he knew that on Sunday morning the gym closed at uh it was wasn't open until 8 a.m but he goes to the gym during the week at six so he ran over to the gym and even though he knew that it was open after just because of the habits because the way that you know he's kind of trained um he was like oh man i just totally forgot and i thought that was pretty powerful because once again for us going to the gym at 9 30 a.m five days a week six days a week whatever we go it's just definitely been like an unfair advantage which has been super awesome and super helpful to be able to get the next level results and not skip and not want to you know do any of that stuff so just wanted to share that one as well yeah past that like can't think of too many like crazy hacks like obviously learning how to kick up dumbbells is good a lot of these things are visual though so like it's harder to 
really give like good kind of cues towards these over a podcast. But if you haven't checked out our YouTube, definitely a good time to do so. Tons of informative educational videos there where you can see us talking as well as see us actually doing it. So that's a good bonus to have on top. We will link that as the first link underneath the amazing promo we have going on for the October shred uh, down in the description of this episode. So now into number two, what are some of your favorite go-to healthy snacks that are either low calorie or high in protein? I have a really hard time finding snacks that actually satiate me and that actually are good for my macros. So this is a killer question because we get asked this all the time and snacks are tough, right? And you know, one thing I, I've found I've had more success with is limiting snacks and more so focusing on good quality meals, you know, really, especially if you kind of go more towards like having a good, like three course meal, you know, if you have a vegetable, you know, if you have a protein, then you have a nice grain or carb, sorry, rather, you know, by actually going about it that way, it is more satiating saying. So I know a lot of people would rather have 10 little meals than four big meals. I just found I've had more success having bigger meals and because snacking to me, it can be more compulsive. Like it just be something that you always need to do. We mentioned you always need something. You need a, you know, a diet pop, a soda, water, whatever it is. Like instead, sometimes it's better to say, you know, I'll eat when I'm hungry. I don't need to keep queuing things. Cause like when you have so much reward tied to constantly eating, like you're getting kind of that rush from constantly eating food. And I find that's where people can go a little bit astray and they can struggle a little bit more and you can feel kind of always hungry. Whereas when you have really good meals, especially with good quality and density, you can feel pretty full um, and still be in your calories or still even be in a deficit when you're going about it the right way. Saying so, I have been utilizing snacks a little bit and I found like my number one snack is just veggies. Like, you know, I know it's easy to say this and a lot of people will be like, yeah, I definitely eat more veggies and they never will. But like one thing even I did to challenge myself is, and with fruits on top of that, I went to the grocery store and like, Yes, they're expensive, but you got to consider how much money you'll save not buying all the other silly stuff, right? And I just challenge you to buy a bunch of veggies and fruits and really kind of schedule out the days of your week when you're going to eat each of them. Don't put them in that little drawer in the fridge. Leave them where you can visually see them and make a point to eat them. And when you're just kind of eating veggies all throughout the day, you'll be amazed at how full it makes you and just how well it does in general. Like it really does give you a huge advantage in that sense. And you're just going to be really satiated. Even, you know, sometimes like when I'm heading out somewhere, I know I'm going to eat somewhere out or whatever. I'll have protein and vegetables before so I can have a much smaller portion because I know I do struggle when I get really hungry. But in general, vegetables and fruits are literally the best snacks you're going to get. You know, lowest calories. Fruits are also like a nice treat. They're a nice little pick me up. You get some nice sugar there. Like once again, you know, everything in moderation, but in general, like those are the two I've been leaning more and more into. Yeah, that's so well said. And, you know, even just like myself as like kind of to force me to have more veggies, because once Josh started talking to me, like even just he, you know, was bringing, you know, cucumbers places and carrots and stuff. I was like, man, so to hold me accountable, I was like, you know what? Uh, I had some people over for football and I bought one of those like little veggie trays. And like, it's been great because now I've had it for the entire week, like lots of leftovers. So even last night I was like wanting something. So I was like, you know what? Let me have some carrots. And it was just so awesome because it was like, it tasted great. It kind of reminded me that I didn't really actually need anything, but it just, it it was a simple way to have a little bit of something for like not really, you know, just uh, negatives versus like a lot of other things where people would go out and grab, you know, just like ice cream or like other things that just aren't, you know, helping you towards your fitness goals or putting you over your calorie intake. But for me personally, um, the only time I really utilize snacks or if I'm like, if I, if I try to set myself up, so if I'm going out 
and I ever get into a pickle and I'm just like starving and I just, there's no healthy meals around or like there's, you know, just I'm stuck in a situation. I can always still succeed, hit my protein, still take care of myself, still eat um, healthy. And sometimes I don't even end up utilizing it. But what I've been doing is like, if I'm once again, going for golf for five plus hours, like I want something in the car after and I'm super starving and then the bar is there and I don't want anything there. I've just been bringing stuff like um, protein bars, um, fruits I've been enjoying as well. So I'll always have like a banana or two or an apple or two. um, And then even kiwis we've been actually enjoying lately and i uh just i love the benefits of them they just taste really good as well as their you know health benefits involved the veggies like josh said like you know even the carrots and cucumbers are the kind of the ones that i lean towards um rice cakes are a good go-to if you need something they're about 30 to 40 calories each i find they can fill you up and then the other thing i really enjoy bringing around are just like um calorie-free drinks such such as sparkling water, Diet Coke. Once again, if I'm just going about my regular day, I would typically love to just have the three set meals, have my breakfast around eight, have my lunch around 1130, and then my dinner around five. Um, yes, we I do eat pretty early, but that's uh, that's just kind of my schedule and that's what works best for me. But having these available on times where I know that it's going to get tough and I know sometimes I would just want to opt out for something that's just not going to benefit me or not going to be good, having these things available definitely help. Um, and I know a lot of times people are on the road and people have very long days and just you may not have something available so I would say like the best way for success is when I go home and I have you know a cupboard that's full of just really good stuff just in case um, definitely goes a long way so those are my typical go-to's yeah and find you know as many high protein snacks as you can that's where I'm a huge fan of it if you can mix your snacking in with getting in protein it's a great way to kind of wedge the two together it's more filling you know you have a smaller amount and you're just going to get on top of that protein so quest chips have been one thing I've recommended Mm -hmm. a lot of people especially if you're used to eating chips um you'll pay a bit more to have you know the protein version of them but you know it kind of scratches that itch if you will it's good to have them around you can have them as a treat it could just be something you have a little bit more of i really like popcorn for that same reason you know skinny pop is a great brand we can get them pre-packaged and once again you can buy the bigger ones but even for me having things that are pre-packaged is an advantage because i know exactly how much it is it controls the portion I can have. Whereas when there's like a big bag, I'll do a bowl and it's so easy to get a second bowl. But for whatever reason, there's just like that extra psychological barrier when you've had one bag to have <laughs> two bags, like it's just considered weird. So like, you know, that's one thing I've really come to appreciate as well. You know, like Kyle said, the rice cakes, all those things are really great. But in general, the more you can lean to those protein snake or protein snakes, protein snacks, like Greek yogurt, yeah. you know, jerky, uh, lactose-free cheese is actually really high in protein. Uh, you could do cottage cheese. You could do kibasa. You could do all these different fun things. There's actually like quite a lot of different protein snacks. And a lot of people are like, oh, there's no good protein foods. But, you know, when you go looking for them, it's pretty easy to wedge the day full of them. And, you know, I'm having like 210 grams per day. And a lot of people, too, struggle to get like 70. So, you know, you just got to be real with yourself and challenge yourself uh, to get it in. Yeah. Even just the other day, I was like, you know what? I need a little bit of something. I'm having more calories. So like the Fairlife Skim Milk for 80 calories each is about, I think, yeah. 14, 15 grams of protein. Like, you know, even just I know Josh mentioned the Greek yogurt, but um, I was running out somewhere and I was just like, oh, I wanted to have a little bit of something before going out. And uh, I had those like pre, you know, pre-made, um, the pre-packaged Greek yogurt. So I have like those just in case as like little snacks. And then I have my other containers, which are more of like my breakfast type things. And it was great because I was like, hey, just got 18 grams of protein from these two little packets. And that's kind of setting me up for success. Right. So I think the biggest thing is like being proactive. I've learned like the hard way over the years is just like when you put yourself in these scenarios and, you know, if I bring cookies into the house, I'm not 
having one, I'm not having two, I'm having like 14. And I just, I don't have that control. And like, that's just kind of, I know there's one or two things that I can't control myself with. So I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have a protein bar. I'm going to have one of those. It's 190 calories. It's um, 20 grams of protein. Boom. I'm hitting my goals. I'm staying on track. And I think a lot of times people will be set up for success from paying attention to these little things. But of course, having the good, solid, hearty, healthy meals will be the number one thing. But if you're in a, you know, if you're stuck, then these things will definitely help. Yeah. By going to healthy foods, you can have a lot more, right? Like if you're having a bag of chips and a Coke, you know, like a small bag and like a full sugar Coke, you're having like almost 500 cows. And like, if you were to try and have 500 cows of cucumbers, carrots, um, you know, like let's say Greek yogurt, you'd be stuffed. Like that would feel like a proper meal, whereas the other would feel like the smallest little dinky snack. So a lot of it is obviously reworking these habits. I get a lot of people have eaten a certain way for a long period of time, but you got to ask yourself to get somewhere you've never been. You got to do things you've never done. And it's something you just work on over time. You change your eating habits. You change what's normal to you. You'll see what you like and dislike. And once again, these are just the vegetables and fruits we've been utilizing. And a lot of people will love to snack on like, you know, cut up green pepper or they'll love to have other different kinds, you know, peaches, apples, you know, bananas, like all these things are really great. Like you can kind of play around with it, but you have a lot of option there, right? And we've even mentioned too, in grocery shopping, you know, the challenge is to be a perimeter grocery shopper because a lot of things in the middle are going to be those items that we said are, you know, overly caloric and underly nutritious. Whereas with vegetables and fruits and, you know, lean proteins and all these great things, you're going to see a lot more advantage. So yeah, great question there. And now into the last one, carbs or fats, what is worse for me? Yeah. So honestly, that's a very good question. I know a lot of times people kind of get confused because they hear us talk about, you know, protein, 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 right? But every one of the macronutrients, so carbs, fats, and protein, they have a role. And I know there's some people out there that demonize carbs. There's a lot of people out there that demonize fats. You can't win, right? But moral of the story is they all have their purpose. Um, I do believe that protein, in my opinion, is the one that the reason we talk about protein so much is because it's typically not focused on. A lot of times if you go into a grocery store, if you go out to eat, what's it going to be? It's going to be full of carbs and fats. And protein obviously has so many incredible benefits. But that's not to say that carbs and fat aren't important. You know, carbohydrates obviously have the main source are the main source of energy. They help your brain, your kidneys, your heart muscles, like so much more. And there's like so many incredible benefits. And then when you look at fats, very similar. It gives your body energy and supports uh, cell function, you know, your organs, like keeps your body warm. Like there's so many amazing benefits. And I think the biggest thing to pay attention to isn't like which one's better, but more so like what's the quality like you know because we can look at a carb and there will be so many different benefits and so many different things taking place you know you look at something like let's say zucchini i know it's very low in carbs but you know let's say it's still it is a source of carbs and you know just has so many incredible benefits even as i was barbecuing it the other day i'm like man it's it's rich in vitamins um, b6 you know it just like it helps regulate our blood glucose you know helps uh, protect against like diabetes like there's some things out there that have like five to ten different benefits you know even like rice it's obviously a lot healthier than something that's just like you know, sugar, candy, or like whatever it is, right? So I think the biggest thing isn't more so like which one's better, which one's worse. It's like, what's the quality of this actual food that's being eaten? And especially as I've been leaning towards like paying attention to like what a blueberry does and you know how many benefits and how it's an antioxidant and like so many other things, I'm like, man, this is high quality. So 
once again, long answer short, I do believe they both have their purpose, but the biggest thing to pay attention to is more so like, what's the actual quality of this, right? You know, there's some fats out there that have so many amazing benefits, you know, guacamole is great, you know, avocado, you know, just like a lot of different things, even nuts have their purpose. But then you look at things like trans fat and saturated fat and you're like, oh, well, that's a fat, but that's not actually offering any value. So they both have their purpose, but you got to really pay attention to that type of stuff. And that's my answer there. Yeah. And, you know, I always like to say the body's the boss. We're all so different. We all have things are more sensitive to. We're all, we all have things that make us feel great and things that bug us more than others. And what I really challenge people with is like, you know, as we've said, they're pretty interchangeable, you know, especially in terms of composition. But what's really good to do, and they both have their nutritional benefits and their purposes. And that's why it's really important you do make sure to have both. But I really encourage everyone, you know, play around with having a higher fat diet, play around with having carb diet see kind of how you feel i do find that if you're gonna go pretty high carb the people who benefit from that are people who are hard gainers or people who are super active like i do like the concept of earning your carbs i still have quite a few carbs i have maybe 250 grams to 300 grams a day i used to have four to 500 but i just don't move like as much as i used to because i used to have to commute and take the bus and do all these things and my school is downtown i had to run around and i found my body took to it now more when i have that much now i just feel a little more sluggish personally so I kind of know where I feel best, but saying so, you might not even be that active. You might just love having a way higher ratio of carbs to fats. That's totally cool. You know, once again, the goal in the hierarchy is we want, you know, kind of the calories first, then the protein consumption, then carbs and fats, then meal timing and all that external stuff. But the big ones are your calories and your protein. And by being on top of those, you're going to be taking care of, you know, 90% of the battle. And that's going to be, you know, like the big game changer. And that's going to be where you want most of your attention and effort towards. Yeah. And even just like when it comes to setting calories and setting macros and stuff like that, for the most part, and that's where I, I do think I'm glad Josh brought that up because got me thinking like a lot of people pay attention too much to the like the small things that make a, a small difference in their journey but you know for example they're like oh well I'm focused on carbs and fats here but you know I, I'm not even sure my calorie intake I don't even know how much protein I'm having I'm not even training properly I'm not sleeping properly so it is a very small difference but for those who are kind of at the point where they're keeping track of everything you know they're doing a great job being in a deficit or surplus depending on what on what your goals are you're training properly you know it, it is important even just like like Josh said to pay attention to like what makes you feel the best as well as like what your habits are. So that's why like it is tough because even when it comes to setting macros and calories and giving someone a set carb or fat goal, everyone has different preferences, right? You know, there's some people who are just, you know, bigger fans of carbs and naturally based off of, you know, what their lifestyles like enjoys more carbs. But once again, keep that into consideration that you need to be within your calorie intake. If you are someone, let's say, who's looking to shred down and lose body fat, you can't just say, hey, I'm going to cut down on the carbs and then that should all be good and then just start to overeat on the fats and everything else and go out of that calorie intake. So um, yeah, that was very well said and I'm glad that was brought up. All right. I hope everyone enjoys today's episode. Some great questions. So thank you everyone for, you know, just going ahead and asking them. If you would like to submit a question for Mailbox Monday, you'd like to say something to me or Kyle, please hit us up on Instagram and our DMs at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. You know, we love to connect with you. We stay really active in there for a reason. So definitely please feel free to reach out. 
on top of that, you know, if you want to take advantage, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you want to level up, you want to be going in the right direction, not the wrong one. We do have spots open for October shred. The spots will go fast as this is an extension, you know, of the really successful September shred, but we're really excited for this next class of individuals. Hopefully you who are going to level up, see change and achieve their dream body. So to take advantage of that, once again, DM us on Instagram saying October shred to at Colossus fit C O L O S S U S F I T. Otherwise, We'll see you on Thursday. Have a fantastic week.